Welcome to another episode of Nights at the Brown Table, a podcast with three Pacific Islanders sharing our views and the lens through which we see the world. I'm Sefa. I'm Sila. To the vast, it's collective space of the Insuas. Whoa! <laughs> it is the one and only, the songstress, seamstress, mistress, mattress of the generation, all the way for the intergalactic spaces of the Intuas, which I already said, Lama, what's up? What's going on? What's good, what's good, what's goody? Uh, once you step in the lock, pick up my hot temperature. Oh, wow. <laughs> what was that? Sorry? I was just like, wait, was that Arabic or anything? No, no, that was 1 4. Oh, okay. Yeah, representing Western Sydney, let's go. 1 4. Yeah. <laughs> so good to be back. Good. I feel like I'm recovering. Like, I'm not. I'm, We'll, we'll edit this out But my, my voice feels like I'm, I sound like my mom No, no You, you do sound yeah. Like your reco- like your throat yeah. Is recovering Did you have a cold or something? Yeah, I had a cold Because I still cough Every now and then mm. But I was just like Oh crap I sound like a flipping No, I'm the same That same mm. Anything flu. Oh yeah You've both just been sick Yeah, yeah. Sad times It's been a bad winter Sad times <laughs> <laughs> If I was saying It's ever since he got the vax He's never been it's the same It's the vaccine I haven't mm. been able to recover 100%. Mm. The vac- Why didn't you go gym no more? Vaccine. <laughs> Why am I not that. eating right? Vaccine. Yeah. Why am I always in the Cadbury aisle? Vaccine. Well, but why so has true. the reception on your phone improved? Vaccine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I you know didn't even I mean? think of that one. Magnetized. It is. That's what it, it is. is. I did hold, I held, I held my wrist up to the fridge and mm. stuck to it. Exactly. Magneto, for sure. I'm really concerned. 100%. It's like 100%. You're just magnetized to the fridge. I'm really concerned about that. I feel like... Do you have lead in you? I don't know. Ooh. I'm quite dense, though. You know, that's a lot to unpack, I have to say. <laughs> this is a lot going on. There's a I'm lot. really a scared lot. for you. Hit us, Scylla. What are we talking about today? All right. So, Moale James, a Papuan Australian, was celebrating her partner's birthday with a group of friends in Brisbane's nightclub precinct. But when she lined up at the popular bar, Hey Chica, a security guard told her she was not allowed in. She said, he looks at my license, then he looks at me and he says, I can't let you in because of your face. And then she said, and I paused because I've actually been anticipating for this to happen. Moale James said she calmly explained that her tattoos were an important part of her Papua New Guinean cultural heritage. She received her Reva Reva marking to celebrate her graduation from a university degree in journalism and communications. The markings are an important tradition in her mother's village, Gaba Gaba, in Papua New Guinea. She then later on said, I wear the marks of my ancestors on my body. All of these marks have different meanings that identify who I am. Because when I was going through like the different responses, because she's been getting hammered on her post on IG by different Aussies and stuff, saying that she's being um, precious, um, that it's not a racist policy, but they're trying to avoid like gang gangsters yeah that's the original yeah yeah, that's the original policy thing Mm -hmm. and so what are our thoughts on that when it comes to them not it not being a racist policy or discriminatory policy Mm -hmm. i believe that that's true i do think it is it open for discussion and does it need to be discussed more but yeah for sure Mm -hmm. but in regards to that being the policy i don't think it's racist but i do think it would be nice if they were willing to like hey, open up a conversation about cultural awareness and other types of face tattoos, not just ones that are gang-related. I have to agree um, to play devil's advocate. Having like the blanket policy, I think it really stigmatizes people that have tattoos, which I think is wrong. Mm-hmm. But realistically speaking, if the venue had policies in place, then 
I can't fault that if it's been advertised on the website. But then it also touches base with the lack of them understanding and wanting to be educated and knowing that, you know, you can't, like having one blanket policy doesn't just cover like it can't you can't just cover everyone under that mm-hmm. there's nuances to it yeah um there is you know if they were judging it by case-by-case basis then that i can understand so morally speaking i think it's wrong realistically speaking they have a right but personally speaking i would not waste my money there so <laughs> for me i disagree with the policy like when it comes to traditional markings because even when people keep saying oh tattoos tattoos for me i see there's a massive distinction between tattoos and traditional markings and um, for example there's orini kaipara who was the first maori woman to be able to um news reporter on like came on prime time like news time whatever in in aotearoa in new zealand and that was massive it even made CNN because when it comes to a lot of the, a lot of the time there's like a massive is, negative stigma mm-hmm. when it comes to tattoos because of you know there are certain like when it comes it can be associated with uh, gang life and whatnot but when it comes to traditional markings it's a such a sacred like in, in Psalm when we say measina where it's something precious and for a lot of indigenous peoples and Pacific cultures those like cultural traditions were kind of taken away because of, of colonization yeah. um, so for me when it comes to that policy I do feel like I do think that it's wrong. Like, I, I understand that there are certain gangsters and stuff like that, but there are a lot of day-to-day people who have tattoos, and it doesn't mean that they're associated with gang life or with, with a... Ne- it shouldn't have a negative stigma. I think it was interesting afterwards because in the article about it, there was another comment, another person that had experienced that was rejected because he had a rose tattoo yes, on, his neck. on his neck. And that had symbolized um, like it had religious significance to him. Not that it's tradition in that religion specifically, but for him personally, he got it on his neck to signify something you know sacred and special to him. I understand where he's coming from, but to be honest, I think it complicates it more. It makes the conversation more difficult. Not that the conversation shouldn't be had, but if there's there's cultural markings that we're talking about, how is a security guard supposed to distinguish at the door what's of religious or cultural significance versus gang relation? Yeah, but like if you're going off how someone looks, for me, I, f- I feel that that's wrong. Like, for example, if someone had like some of the most evil people do not have tattoos. Yeah. Like, and so if you're if you're going off purely how someone looks, for me, I, I see an issue with that. Like, especially just to go into a club or a bar. Why isn't everyone allowed to just go there? Like, as long as they're an adult, why are you discriminated against, like, in regards to the body art you have? That doesn't make sense to me. Because it's so the, some of the people who try to get in are affiliated with gangs, probably in the past. Yeah, but... And they have, like, the way to distinguish them is that. Other than that, there's probably no other way to make that distinction. But there are so many people that have tattoos now. And then when it yeah. comes to cultural markings, for me, I don't understand why there's a discrimination against that. Like, why is it always affiliated with something negative? So, for example, when Orini Kaipara, when she was on the news, yeah. there were so many white Kiwis that came out saying that it's disgusting to see that on TV. Mm. Even with, there are um, a few politicians in New Zealand who have tāmoko, and they're 
always, a lot of the time, I see white people commenting, saying, oh, it's disgusting to see these gangsters in, in suits or in, in the in the beehive in, in mm. parliament. And for me, I'm like, this is an indigenous practice. Yeah. Why is it discriminated against? Because of your white understanding, you don't you don't understand. But then I see it as a blanket policy in Australia, which we're on stolen land, and it doesn't make sense to me. I think the public view in regards to how, like, their response to seeing like traditional markings on TV, mm-hmm. I think that's different to security. Yeah. That's a different conversation to me. Yeah, because we're talking about the, the, the policy at this, at this club, not, yeah. not views on of media, because that's yeah. different. But in saying that, it's because of the people that are in gangs. That's the reason why they have these policies. Not saying that it is, it is wrong. I agree with you. But it's because people have spoiled other people having you know their fun because of what they have done. Do you know what I mean? A few apples spoil the whole bunch. So just because there are some people that have affiliations with gangs and that the way that they are identified is because of what they have on their face or on their arms or whatever. Then if if, if, if that's the case, if you know what... Because I'm like, everyone that has facial markings, in my mind, the majority is it's not gang-related. That's how I see it. So if, if it is gang-related, wouldn't they then have, like, for example, certain symbols that are associated with certain gangs? So that should be how they're doing their, their screening? Yeah, or, or that's what I mean. They need, they're not educating yeah, themselves. But I mean, like, that's another level of training, how transient security guard work is. Average security guard working a weekend, are they going to know? I mean, you, you Look, could definitely yeah. do better. Like, I'm, I totally understand that perspective of, you know, more training, more cultural awareness, things like that, for sure. But in regards to maintaining security at the facility, I get it still. Mm. Yeah, like, I don't want to fault the security guard because he's... They're doing just doing job. what yeah. they're meant to do. The organization as a whole, like I had a little tinker on Instagram to see who was the owner of Hey Chica because, you know, Hey Chica <laughs> is giving me very Spanish vibes. And then when I had a look at the people that were at the top, I'm like... Mm. They're the same people that opened Tane Mahuta. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But for me, that was just such a like an indication of like okay i get it yeah the obliviousness of their response yeah was quite telling of you know what they're willing to do or what they're aware of the lack of wanting to understand i think that is where i have the problem and just you know the lack of cultural awareness when we are on stolen land is incredibly wrong as well i definitely Mm. agree with that Wait, so when you guys say that you do agree with the blanket policy, so for example, do you see any way that there can be a stipulation put in place? That's what I mean. If they take it, if they had a case by case basis, that would make more sense to me. Yeah. Because mm. I even searched the Fortitude Valley, there are clubs nearby. They also have the same policy. Like in the article, she says she went across the road, the security led her in. Because you know how like you, you can bar hop, club hop. And so she said that she went to multiple places in the same area, they all led her in, except yeah. that one place. And no, that one, I think it's just dependent on who was on the, the door. door. Mm. And also the, but also the establishment. Like if the security guard knows it's a hard no, then if someone gets in with it, the security guard will get in trouble. Mm. It's the establishment for sure. I have a question though. As a pol- general policy, I think it's okay. But I do think, hey, open conversation to change and develop. But I was thinking about if a place had a no on open-toed shoes, but I was wearing my traditional Sunday best, would I? should I be offended if I tried to get into that place? 
because I'm wearing open toe open shoes. Oh, for me, I, I understand when it comes to that kind of stuff, when it comes to dress, because that's something that you can change. Yeah. And for example, there's a lot of safety reasons, for example, like OHNS and stuff like that. Yeah. So I know, like, when it comes to, like, back in the day when we would go mounties and stuff, you'd have to have clothes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, oh, damn. Um, but I can understand that. But when it comes to markings, that's permanent. It's not something that you can take off. But it is something that you choose, though. Like, getting the markings is still a choice. The same way wearing my traditional attire at that time is also a choice too that's the thing, that's the question i'm asking i'm like is it is it the same because in my mind that's what i'm comparing it to that's why i think in general i'm not not necessarily i'm okay with the policy but why the i don't call the policy discriminatory or racist no, I disagree. I think it's discriminatory, and I, I think that it labels. That. I think it labels and it boxes people with tattoos, and it sees that it labels them as criminal when they're not criminal. Yeah, that part I do. Yeah, I would agree with that. But again, in the security world, one thing happens in your club. Like, that's kind of it. But you can't be like, oh, yeah, all people with tattoos are like this. Because, I mean, it's it, 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 it's the same thing when it comes to racial stereotypes as well. You can't mm. box everyone in the same pop, yeah. in the same box because of a few in- incidents. Because for me, the number of people that have tattoos outweigh, in my opinion, the number of negative people that are affiliated with gang life. Mm. Yeah. But for some reason, that that's is always, a policy yeah. that they want to die on a hill on. Yeah. Well, I think this one is specifically talking about the neck and face tattoos. Because I think... In, in if you're looking at tattoos from Australian culture, yeah, there's no way in hell. Oh, I've seen like, quite a few people have the flipping Southern Cross. Yeah, no, for real. That's what I mean. The Southern Cross face. on the neck, on and the they're chest. not gangsters. No. They're just very patriotic. But they too would also not be allowed in that club. And for me, I would see that as discriminatory. Yeah, like, no, why it, shouldn't they be allowed in? That's why I, I'm not saying it's a racist policy. I do see it as a, mm. a discriminatory yeah. policy. That one, like, yeah, I can agree with. But the sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, no, for real, man. For real. The response was piss poor. What I appreciated about Moale was that in her account, how she's like, oh, I stayed calm. Mm. I had no reason to be angry. I was like, oh, that part, like, respect, mm. for sure. Especially on a night out, it was like, this is a buzzkill, man. Like, yeah. Why are you ruining the vibe? Yeah. But I, I think the responses to her online are horrible. Mm. Like, there was literally a like- <laughs> It was like three in the morning and I could see she kept like she would go on each one of Moali's posts and like write some like really nasty shit. Oh, this one. So at like three in the morning I was going back and forth. <laughs> and this lady legit, when I looked at her profile, I even went and fake colored and searched her up on Facebook. She looks like she's in her sixties. <laughs> And I'm like, what am I fighting with this white old lady? Because I'm just like, who are you to dictate and tell this woman to not go? For me, I'm just like, it's pure ignorance for them to just pile on her. I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I going back and forth with this woman? What were they saying though? Yeah, what was her comment? Uh, When I went back, she deleted her comment. But she was just saying... Did you screenshot that? No, I didn't. Damn it, screenshot always. I know. (laughs) (laughs) If you've learned any... Debbie, remember this. (laughs) Always be recording. It's gone. But me and her were going back and forth because she was saying stuff like, you guys need to understand, we don't need to like bow down to your people. Like you've come to Australia. And I was just like... Girl, you've come to Australia (laughs) too. I was just like, this is stolen land. Like, who are you And so we were like going back and forth because I kept using whatever she said and then reiterating. Because she was just like... That's an archaic uh, tradition. It's not needed nowadays. Archaic. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, How? first of all, um, you're not even part of the culture. 
<laughs> Who are you to tell her that it's not needed anymore? Like, what wow. the hell? But also, her viewpoint could be considered archaic too about yeah. tattoos. I feel for Moalet in being one of the first because that's that's always hard you know in 10 years 15 years time mm. the fact that we even had this conversation people will be looking at it as yeah really dumb mm. but brave of her to put it out there because like i feel like like especially with pacific a lot of the pacific cultures there's a revival of people reclaiming the indigenous mm. traditions because of flipping colonization and how christianity did a number on us so there's an awesome movie that you can watch on youtube called marks of mana it mainly focuses on polynesian and melanesian to tell or, or markings but for me i'm just like to see people or our people reclaiming those traditions because for example with donga there's different people saying that they used to have uh, tau, and then other people saying no they didn't but i'm just like those are, are traditions that have been lost because of Colonization of Donga was never colonized. We weren't. <laughs> According to our correspondent in Oatland, <laughs> we weren't. You know, there, was, there was this guy on Twitter when he was telling, because he's not Tongan, and he was telling these Tongans, because they were just like, we've never been colonized. And he goes, yeah, but your minds have been colonized. <laughs> <laughs> your ideology by, by the mind flayer. You have been colonized. I couldn't stop laughing because I was just like, who are you, a Samoan man, to tell these Tongans that they might have colonized? Can you imagine? No. Being like, are you Christian? <laughs> and there you go. Colonized. There you go. I know. Just like, why are you wearing a white shirt in the tie? Another one, thank colonized. you. <laughs> but like, for me, I, I love seeing that because. Like, I remember I thought it was only Pacific people that had face, facial markings, but there's Inuit um, or Nooks that, that, that have facial markings. And for me, I'm like, it's a lot of indigenous cultures. Mm. That, but that did have. Vikings too at one point? I don't know. From what I've seen on Netflix. I know. Oh, according yeah. to Valhalla and the last, the last kingdom. <laughs> according to Uhtred. <laughs> the son of Uhtred from Bibimba. Um, it didn't. <laughs> that could also be budgetary reasons. <laughs> Why they didn't have markings in that show. But they could have. I don't know. They could have. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I was, that's why I was genuinely mm. asking the question. So moving forward... Just don't spend your money there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just kind of don't, don't go yeah. to places that... But I still think, like, I love how that she's putting forward a thing to, like, have these policies reviewed. Because mm, I do think that they should be a Definitely. Because, okay, here's what I searched out. Mm-hmm. There are a few places um, nearby, and the policies are extreme hairstyles and face tattoos are not permitted. Wait, question. What does extreme hairstyles even look like? I know. I'm like... Especially today. I don't know. Is it like a mohawk? Like, just like, you're bold, but you have a mo- mohawk? Like, That's all I can think of literally. as extreme. Because everything oh else, I'm like... Every, like, mohawk is, doesn't even seem extreme at this point, though. Because everyone gets a zero fade. And another question. There was someone that said in her post when they were talking about uh, face tattoos, and they are like, how about eyebrow tattoos? <laughs> Because there are so many girls <laughs> like, oh, you gotta ban them. You gotta be like, wait, let me let me lick my finger, wipe your brows. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's yeah. on your face. But you better ban all face these girls. That's on your face. No, no, you, that face tattoo is not. You better get that laser out and be like, is it hair or is it a tattoo? So that was Marky Marky Bar. 
um, Finn McCool's all guests are required to adhere to Finn McCool's smart casual dress code. Patrons are not permitted to wear singlets or thongs. What and type of thongs? <laughs> literally, are they dress thongs? What if they're like wedges? Wait, wait, are you talking about the underwear thong or the shoe thong? Oh. <laughs> Depends on the security guard. <laughs> yeah. And what he likes. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is he a foot guy or a... <laughs> yeah. You never know. Like, he might be good to go. See. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. That was really... D- the way you did that, not okay. Yeah. It reminds me of something. Is that from a show? It's from uh, Harry Potter. Weinstein. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein. No, it's um no from Harry Potter four. It's the way um Moaning Myrtle when he oh. tells Harry Potter to take a bath and she's uh. like, Hello, Harry. Long and he's in the bathtub and he's like, Long time no see <laughs> And then he like gathers the soap suds around him so she can't see them. Have you not seen me? The way you remember some of the sultry mm-hmm. scenes flipping cracks me. <laughs> yeah, so it's just interesting hairstyles, mm. neck face thongs. <laughs> That's such Extreme. an Aussie thing, eh? What is? Because the way that you guys didn't even flinch because you automatically yeah, thought thongs, the shoe yeah. thong. Yeah, I didn't think it. Because yeah. we, we call it G-string. Yeah. Yeah, but the rest of the world calls it thong. <laughs> yeah, it's called a G-string and thong. That's yeah. like, why do Aussies call it thongs? Because it looks like a G-string. <laughs> no, the toe, the part that comes out of the so toe. So that's what I'm saying. It looks like it looks like a thong you wear on your under. That's probably why they call it thong. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. <laughs> the I'm part that goes you. between <laughs> your first and... Boy, boy, the sh- yeah, no, he, the- said, he said that it, it's named after the underwear thong because it's a thong for your, for your No, feet. because the, the part... Oi, no, because it looks like a G-string. That's why it's called thongs. Mm. New Zealanders, we What's call it What's the jazz? source? I, I need to... S- Source this. Wikipedia. As I edit Wikipedia now. <laughs> As I edit, I edit into Wikipedia. Hey, I'm going to add it. Hey Siri. Go. So you're basically saying Where does thongs, thongs are toe come strings? from? Yes. Wow. And they write up the same way. <laughs> how would you know how it feels? <laughs> Hang on while I adjust myself. <laughs> oh my gosh. We don't kink shame here. Honestly, we don't kink shame here. Yeah. It's fine. Wear whatever you want. Yeah. You know, unlike, hey, Chica, you can be and wear whatever you I want. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If they had a, do they have a no thong policy? They just said, he said, hey, no, no thongs. thongs are. No, no, this was for a different place. Oh. A different place. That one was just dressed like you're, I mean, getting ready. You dress to impress. Mm. And no, no face. Or hand tattoos or arm tattoos. Oh, you're not allowed arm tattoos. No, I think it was face and neck. And neck. Right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't know. Bro, how do they get any clients if there's no, yeah, arm, no tattoos? arm tattoos? Unless I mean, people wear hand. long sleeve. No, mm. I think it might be hand. Hey, Chica, dress policy. Dress to impress. Mark Casual <laughs> is best. Clothes and shoes are a must. No face, neck. Or hands, how do you use? Oh, no Entry is at the discretion of the door host or management. Dress code may vary for special events. For more information on dress regulation, please contact us before you visit. Oh, so no hands, how do What area would you say that they're from in Sydney? What's the equivalent? Because I'm not. I don't know much of Sydney anymore, to be honest. Mm. I've no. been a homebody for like the last 500 years. <laughs> definitely not Western suburbs. Yeah, yeah definitely not. Mm. Maybe I'm I'm going to say like a Shire mm-hmm. area. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if anything is up there except for Elitist. The Shire. Yeah. Thoughts mm. to ponder. Honestly. How Any other thoughts feel? you want to add? Boycott. <laughs> Literally. I wonder if Tanimahuta is still open. Nah, they didn't. I think they had to rebrand. 
But there was a because there was a big backlash. Nature took its course. You know, the biggest plot twist would be they closed that to open Hichika. <laughs> we imagine. Imagine if Wait. it is. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nights at the Brown Table. I'm Safa. I'm Sila. And I am the one and only Lamar. Hey, look over there. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. What is it? It's me not going to Hichika. <laughs> <laughs> Ha ha ha!